thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a study by researchers at Monash University has found that just 0.001% of the world's population are breathing air below the safety levels recommended by the World Health Organization, the WHO. Whilst daily levels of ambient fine particulate matter, referred to as PM2.5, the world's leading environmental risk factor, have decreased in the last two decades in Europe and North America, their levels have increased in Southern Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Latin America, and the Caribbean. Utilizing traditional air quality monitoring observations, satellite-based meteorological and air pollution detectors, statistical and machine learning methods, researchers were able to more accurately assess PM2.5 concentrations globally than ever before. Lead author, Professor Yuming Go from the Monash University School of Public Health and Preventative Medicine said the study was important because it provides a deep understanding of the current state of outdoor air pollution and its impacts on human health. He went on to say that with this information, policymakers, public health officials and researchers can better assess the short-term and long-term health effects of air pollution and develop air pollution mitigation strategies. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is this is really scary. You know, we're saying that virtually every single person on the planet is breathing air that isn't safe to breathe. So what are the ramifications of this? What is this doing to our health? What is this doing to our cancer risk as just one example you know this is something that is so fundamentally important you know we talk about the health of the air we breathe we talk about the health of the water we drink and in both cases i think oftentimes we're struggling you know i think this is where the message can be lost with the current conversations we're having about the environment you know there's such a focus on co2 and on greenhouse gases that i think sometimes we miss the big picture. I mean, what's the point of reducing carbon dioxide if we can't breathe the air that we want to breathe or we can't eat the fish from the oceans or we we can't drink the water that's available to us, you know? We need to take a broader picture when we're looking at the environment and understand that there's a lot more to it than just CO2, you know? I mean, sometimes I fear that focus on CO2 is more political and commercial than environmental and that it's just an easy thing to focus on rather than looking at the bigger picture which admittedly can seem very daunting and very difficult to know where to start but I think it is important that we do take a broader picture we do look at the bigger picture and figure out exactly what is going on so that we can address this from a number of different angles but also so that we can get a broader picture of the impacts of what we're doing you know if we if we're just looking at what we do in terms of how it impacts co2 then we can easily miss other adverse effects that we're having on the environment that may be having just as big if not bigger effects in the long run so you know i think we need to find a better balance between progress for progress's sake and the environment and it really needs to be led by the first world i mean it's pleasing to see from this study that there have been some improvements in in america and in europe and hopefully that's as a result of interventions we're taking and changes we're making and hopefully that's able to continue into the future you know hopefully that is then followed by places like australia where we can see that progress continue and improve the air quality because we know that you know in the third world People are needing to lift their living standards. You know, we can't expect them to be the ones making the environmental changes 
if we're not willing to do it in the first world. And we can't expect them to be worrying about the air that they're breathing if they're not able to put food on their table. You know, So it really needs to be led by the first world, both in terms of what we do in our own countries, but also what resources we provide to the third world to help them reduce their impact on the environment as well. And so really when it comes down to it, you know, I don't have the answers to all of this, but I do know that we need to start living in better harmony within our environment. We need to start taking a broader look at the environment rather than just focusing on CO2 and see all of the impacts that our modern lifestyles are having and figure out all of the ways that we can work to improve it because the health of our planet and the health of our people depends on it. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.